Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we are not just getting bitter, we are getting extra special bitter, as we're going to learn about ESBs. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Salutations. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. It's a special one. Do you like that intro? I like, like that, that intro. Sweet, sweet intro. So Tori writes the intros and makes me read them. And I like that one this week. That was good. Sometimes I my they salutations just, as sometimes well. Sometimes they just come to me and I just go, well, that's got to be the intro now. And and I like the fact that for anyone that doesn't realise it, that we just, I type it up, however, sometimes just the day of, and then Joanne reads it for the first time more or yes. less. <laughs> and and sometimes the reaction that I get is, it's brilliant so it's great, it's great. I, I appreciate that one but <laughs> this one is our long-awaited episode so this is another one where I feel like we finally made it through our backlog we had a, we had quite a big backlog quite yep. a few special guests we brought on there'll be more special guests in the future all that but um space. we finally got into a point where we burned through almost the entirety of our backlog and we had this planned for quite a while um so <laughs> this, this was in the that... same box as the um, one of the beers that got kicked out wasn't it <laughs> where you got one and I didn't get the other one this was in the same box I think was it no maybe not which one we got we got kicked out the one that I had we, I had it in my basket and you stole it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I think it was in that order yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i mean you've done it to me it's okay yeah it it's what, so this is what happens when yeah, we, we shop at the same time at the exact same time yeah. instead of just having one person do both the shopping but um but actually it's probably better that way because then we didn't order things that we both can't get but, yeah um this is one a few months back one of our beers is the one that kind of inspired us because we both wanted to try it and then we're like why don't we do one on esb so we'll sort of get to it in a second the beers that we're drinking but yeah um for the most part they are i'm just double checking yeah for the most part they are in date still we did, we did check that we've had um, to start doing a stock take and check that our beers in date because, because we've been hanging on to things for so long yeah so what happens is we get a really good idea for an episode and then we're like that is what we're doing and then you get like loads and loads of time sensitive material and we're like oh that's got to go out first it's got to go out first and you only have a finite amount of time in a week when you're working nine to five Monday to Friday and then you're trying to live your life on the weekends and also podcast it's like a second job and then you realize I can only drink so much and be coherent <laughs> so we can't really like just go back to back recordings when we're doing four or five bits yeah. so um yeah it ends up getting pushed and pushed and pushed in favor of something else <laughs> so we did do a double check so why don't we go through the beers that we're drinking because there is to be full transparency there is one that has passed its bbe but when i bought them they were nearly at the end of their bbe so we kind of knew that was going to happen but it'll be fine it'll be fine all right so we're going to start with even though we do we're doing esb extra special or extra strong bitters and um, we're going to start with boogie from yonder um that is a modern bitter so it's just a just a regular bitter and i'll get into what the differences are shortly um but this is an interesting one because not only is it a bitter but it is mixed fermentation because it is made by yonder so it's a bit of a modern twist on on the old 
traditional bitter so that's going to be an interesting one we like our beers the twist and the full yeah. transparency is this that's is the one that's out of date but it's only out of I've date already like a month yeah <laughs> so it'll be fine it'll be fine it's been kept in the fridge it'll don't be add us it's fine no, it's fine um then we are going to what they refer to as the original the one that everyone says is the epitome of the esb fillers esb um not craft because <laughs> they're owned by someone we big. always but we always have to go you know the yeah, tra- you go traditional style this is <laughs> so that was your baseline yeah That's this baseline. is our baseline for what a bitter uh, an extra special bitter should be then we've got one that i'm excited about um okay. cloud water and the white hag electricity supply board extra special bitter i like the name makes me think of a monopoly board <laughs> i love a bit of white hag and I think everyone arguably likes a bit of cloud water. Yeah. What, maybe, maybe I don't mind so I don't mind cloud water. I don't mind cloud water. <laughs> but I'm thinking more like eh, they do a lot of hoppy beers, so you're probably yeah. just like they're not yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they do something, you know, like when they do their stouts and stuff, it's really good. They do some interesting stuff, but that I'm excited for. And then our final one, the one that actually started us wanting to do this whole episode is three flow, the extra special bitter from vocation. Amity and Sure Shot. So it's going to be good. I'm excited. excited. To try that one. Yeah, I think these are going to be great. Should I we ESB crack open the yonder open and the then yonder. you can tell us the baseline of what actually yeah. is before we get into the ESBs? Yeah, I think it's good to take it back to the bitters, um, just as like a bit of a recap highlight reel type type of thing. While we sip on this, yep, take it away, Joanne. Right, so. Contrary to modern beliefs, uh, a bitter, ordinary, best or extra special, any of those, they will not be as bitter as the beers that we are used to drinking today. So, you know, your IPAs today, even your pale ales today are going to be more bitter than this because there has been um, a trend, shall we say, in highly hopping things. And with that comes, can come extra bitterness. Um, the reason a bitter is called a bitter is because back in the day when these were originally made, this pale ale was actually more bitter than the other beers that were available at the time, porters, milds and stouts. Um, and there wasn't any pump clips. So people would just go up to the bar and be like, I want the bitter as opposed to the porter or the stout or the mild. Um, and so because consumers were using that word, brewers started using it as well. And there is your bitter. And I knew all that. And do you want to know how I knew all that? Yeah, please tell them. <laughs> beer Tent Society. <laughs> yes. Because we did. Um, she already hosted a, a taste of bitters. We got all the background and everything else. So yep. <laughs> shameless plug for Joanne's beer <laughs> Your Best bitters. So if you'd like to know the history of best bitters and about tasting notes for those, come join Beer Tent Society. We look at a different beer style every month, do a deep dive into the history, and then we do a live tasting of a variety of them, much like we're doing in the podcast today. Um, and we discuss the differences and learn to taste that style so you know what's going to be in your glass. So come check us out. And the chat is fun. You don't have to watch me. It's great because you don't have to watch me. You just get my shit talk in the chat. It's great. (laughs) Yes, Tori is a participant in that one. I like an active active participant. (laughs) I like the smell of this one. 
Yeah, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, because I got some really good ASMR on that. I don't know if my <laughs> mic captured that, but it was like spot on with the pour and, and it poured like really well. And my glass was really clean and I was really worried it was going to not be yeah. clean. So this is really nice, even though it's a month past its BBE, still digging it, still really enjoying it. It is a lovely gold colour. It's got a nice creamy head. Yep. It's got a very fruity aroma. Yeah. And and it's not, as you said, there's there's bitterness, but it's not like it's a heavily yeah. bitted beer. So this one is inspired by the past, but brewed with the future firmly in mind. Using new UK hop varieties and our house yeast from yonder, uh, we've created a beer which tastes like home without dampening the desire to explore beyond. doesn't say what hops are in it, though. But a key thing about any type of bitter is that it uses English hops. So this does use English hops. I like it. I like it. It's it is it's really it's I feel like I use this word a lot, but it's very Moorish. <laughs> like you could easily I, when I say it's Moorish, like I would like I would almost say like, oh, it's it's sessionable, but I don't mean it in like a, oh, you could just throw them back one after yeah. another. Because it's one that you really want to sit and take in and enjoy. And it's it's Moorish in the sense of like I take a sip and I go, Oh, that's a nice little bit of crispness in there and the bitterness, and then you're like Oh, I'd quite like another sip. I'm gonna have another sip. So it's it's when I think of like Moorish and sessionable, I, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. If that makes sense, it's just a oh, I'll just have one more, one more cheeky sip. It's only three point eight percent as well. So so it is sessionable as well. Yeah, very sessionable. <laughs> um, shall I show you a bit more about pale ales and bitters? Yeah, get us ready before we get. Let's, into, get, you, let's get you into the the old history in the background. Guide us in of... gently. <laughs> A bitter. So, an ESB, and arguably any English bitter, she says air quotes, is basically an English pale ale. Uh, when Coke, the high carbon fuel, not the soft drink, <laughs> was developed in 1692, paler, lighter malts were, be, were able to be developed um, because with that clean burning Coke, you didn't get the same smokiness or darkness that was imparted to the malts when they were malted over a wood or peat fire. Um, with the development of paler malts, you then got the development of paler beers, and therefore we have the pale ale. Um, today, they kind of fall under three three categories, although this was also true at the time. So they could kind of try, like they changed name depending on where you were, in Britain at the time, but they're now categorized into three sections. Um, and these are defined by different strengths and bitterness. So the lowest one is standard or ordinary bitter, and that has a three to four percent ABV. So actually, the yonder bitter is probably an ordinary bitter because but it doesn't taste ordinary, <laughs> it doesn't taste ordinary, and it's um bitterness which is measured in ibus and if anybody doesn't know what ibu is that's the international bittering oh. units that is coming in at 20 to 35 now um so i think some of like the really bitter ipas are like 70 plus so that will tell you the bitterness of that beer um a special or best bitter will come in at about four percent or so and that's ibus is 25 to 40 and then your strongest, which are extra strong or extra special, hence ESB, 
They're typically 5 to 6% and their bitterness is between 30 to 45 IBUs. More crystal malts got, began to be used in bitters uh, after World War One, and they are traditionally served from um, a hand, hand pull pump, so a gravity pump, um, and some of the best uh, best bitters, <laughs> pun intended, um, actually the best way to drink it, it is a very traditional English beer, a traditional real ale. So the best way to, t- to drink it and to taste it properly is from a hand-pulled pump in a pub from cask, served at cellar temperature, which is where the rest of the world thinks we drink warm beer. <laughs> it's not warm. It's just not ice cold. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the amount is... of people can I just say the amount of people that I know back in the US that literally either <laughs> they know that I like beer and they all, they either make comments when I go back to visit or when I speak <laughs> to them about it that are like oh you're warm beer or I get asked I have actually gotten asked I know you like beer can you tell me do you guys actually drink warm beer <laughs> Well, oh. so, like real ale is, is warmer than it's warmer what you're expecting. It's... But do does everyone just go and drink warm beer? That's what we should have separate separate um, episode. <laughs> we should have a Q and A session. Yeah, people can ask about our different backgrounds. And <laughs> we could get questions of, do you guys actually drink warm beer? But the real question is on this: sparkler or no sparkler? Right. So that's <laughs> this is the thing, right? So sparkler in the north. Down here in the south, no sparkler. sparkler. So the sparkler um, gives it a creamier head. It's almost, think like nitro, but it's not got nitrogen in it. It just dispenses the um, carbonation. So it gives you a creamier head. But would you, so would you want that for, like, would you want to serve an ESB, for example? Depends with a creamier on your personal preference. It's really, it's a real north-south divide thing. <laughs> Not a style thing. It's a, it's a personal preference thing. To be fair, I am very aware <laughs> as a person from, no, I don't say from the south, but a person that lives in the south, yeah. who's, who is very aware we don't have sparklers. I'm also very aware that it's a north-south divide, yeah. but where that dividing line is, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that? it's necessarily is a hard border. <laughs> there's a backstop <laughs> i'm uh yeah. do, we, do we crack it open do you, you want to right so um to give us <laughs> um i want to drink it's been a day so the style let's talk about the style before we crack open that i've cracked it but i won't pour it oh here she go look look uh, i needed to make sure i needed to make sure there was no spillage <laughs> i did it to quote kimberly i needed to make sure there was no spillage in the village <laughs> Ooh, that's my new favourite phrase. One. I like that. Literally, craft beer pin-up. Heard her say it on a live. Absolutely lost my shit over it. And ever since then, I've been using the phrase, oh my God, there's a spillage in the village. That's great. I love that. That is really good. No spillage in the village. It's all good. Perfect. <laughs> so if you're down in the English village drinking your ESB, <laughs> this is what it should taste like. Um, the style should be hopped with bitterness in mind. Uh, and it generally uses English English hops, you want to be looking for things like East Kent Goldings and Fuggles. Um, I think Fuller's uses Northdown, Target, Challenger and Goldings. So there's the Goldings in there. And they give earthy and floral notes. 
that is balanced with sweetness from English pale malt and caramel malts. Those, car- those caramel malts started being added after World War One, as we said. Um, and this adds body and a bready biscuit sweetness. So we're looking for that balance between floral earthy hops, touch of bitterness and lovely caramelly bready malts, which is the bit. Oh, that's what I really love about an English beer. Um, there, should, there can be, I like this one, um, low levels of buttery diacetyl on the aroma, but that is appropriate for the style. So, it, but if you, all you're getting is butter, <laughs> butter popcorn off of this beer, there's something wrong with it. Don't drink it. I'd be into it though. I like popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> it might smell really good to some people. It might do. But this one also says do. marmalade fruitiness throughout. Yeah. I'm so, digging that. It uses English ale yeast, and they, that when the that ferments, it gives off fruity esters. So you're going to get, yeah, you're going to get a little bit of marmalade. I'm getting that, that from smelling it, it from the bottle. I'm cracking mine. How it goes when it lands in the glass, I don't know. Ooh, but also, yeah. can we just take a moment to say that I really like the word fuggles. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I, I cannot say, like, oh, it's just a fun word. Fuggles. Like, I want to know where, is that a, like, is that a place? Like, I don't know. I know, obviously, like, wh- where do they get the name for the hops? They just go, oh, Fuggle sounds right. That smells delicious. Like, that smells like beer to it me. Smells like a pub. It smells like a pub to yeah. me. But, oh, like, in a good lovely... way. Not like a not like the type of pub you walk into and people give you weird looks. Like, yeah. the type of pub you walk into and someone hands you a drink and then you're like, yeah, let's do it. So, it is a lovely orange amber, like, marmalade orange colour. Yes. It's got a lovely soft cream head on it and the aroma is like poof, in your face caramelly. i do get a bit of the butter that you're yeah yeah about, but t- not in an just, overpowering it's almost creamy margarine not full on <laughs> butter <laughs> bit of marmalade bit of caramel yeah light very light floral very light not getting too much floral in mine but that could also be mixing with my glass smells i don't know <laughs> i'm going in Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mar- I get like I really genuinely do get that marmalade yeah. effect to it, and there's <laughs> and a little bit. There's a little bit of kind of earthy, florally hop in there. Like it's like the smell that I get around green hop beer season when they mm. put the hop garlands up in the pub, and it's, it's that smell. They always look so nice. When they put yeah. those up, it always just looks really nice. <laughs> yeah, and that bitterness hits you at the back end. Like it's not just cleans it out. It's yeah, you have this like this 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 taste that kind of comes through like smoothly and then like at the end, the last second, it's like boom, like bitterness, but not a heavy way, just a very light, subtle way that I was I was expecting it to be maybe even more bitter than it was. Bit of breadiness in there. This just makes me happy. <laughs> oh, feel like you could sit on this for ages oh, i could <laughs> it, it does make me a bit sad though because i feel like this taste i'm expecting to get like fresh from a from like you said from a pump like and it, it yeah. just feels like to be completely honest like it's not obviously it's not bad and maybe it's obviously some level of it is probably going to have to do with the fact that it's you know mass produced to a level that the probably the ingredients they're using maybe aren't the same as if it's smaller batched or whatever um but i think I can only imagine 
this tastes like fresh off cask or or something like I can I think it would just be even more enjoyable so it there is a note to say um most bottled or keg versions of UK produced bitters are higher in alcohol um, and they have more carbonation in them that's interesting Uh, yeah so they sometimes come across as sweeter and less hoppy than cask versions so bear that in mind when you're drinking out of a bottle to be fair, I think this is hoppier than I expected it to be. Yeah, and because it, it's that English hop rather than it's like you know, when you're drinking something more bitter nowadays, it tends to be the really fruity American or New Zealand New World hops. Whereas this has got that lovely, lovely fruitiness. Yeah. Mm. It definitely has that carbonation. I wouldn't call it like a tiz. Like we normally like to use the word tiz. Yeah, and no, I wouldn't say it's like a tiz. But I would say there's a carbonation in it, but it goes it goes so hand in hand with the bitterness. Yeah. And a bit of dryness, actually, that it kind of rolls up into one bowl towards the end of the sip. So, yeah, I, I think I would I think I would just genuinely enjoy it a lot more if it were on on cask. Like I, I don't dislike it, but it doesn't way to drink it. though. I don't think cask. it hits the spot for me coming from the bottle. Like I feel like if it was on a cask, I'd be like yes there we go you've got to get to a proper english pub and well, that's a, it to be fair every time every time i've gone into a pub i've never like or gotten real ale or anything it's always been i've always like leaned towards like oh i'll get an, an ipa um and it's not until i started trying more craft versions of bitters and you know extra special bitters and, and all that and mild and, and those kind of bits that like I would ever consider going in and going oh that's something that is different than an IPA or a pale ale like I just never would have done that before yeah and now that we've been trying all these different versions excuse me I'm just that probably just picked up my purple microphone so sorry um but now that we've been trying all these different versions like now I feel like well I kind of want to go back to a, like a proper pub I'm I'm meant to be I'm going to do something over the weekend and I'm going to be right near um you know a pub that used to be my local and I'm like they've got a lot of craft offerings on now which they didn't have before but I'm also kind of like do you have any tradition <laughs> just so I can try it because it's like they've got wild weather they've got siren they've got elusive because it's all the local breweries yeah. like phantom all that and I'm like yeah, yeah yeah okay that's fine I can get those but also like do you just have something that's traditional because now I'm like well now I kind of want to try yeah, it so exactly like just like we said last week in our in our brown ales episode like it's really good to try these original traditional styles because that's where the craft ones came from like that's your baseline to work out where things have been have been developed from like learn the rules before you break the rules <laughs> yeah exactly and um <laughs> and you're gonna get messages from me tomorrow that's gonna be like i've tried this on cask and it's brilliant so brilliant. yeah they better have a they better have an esb because i'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it or a brown ale like a proper brown yes. ale like, or or a mild like after having that full oh, acorn I love oof, a mild I was like I love a mild yes <laughs> like living for it but uh but yeah no enough of me going on about casket <laughs> at pub. Yeah. any other fun facts for us um, I've got I've got a couple of fun facts actually you know I love fun um, facts I know that's why I gathered <laughs> some favorite just part. for you yeah um so Fuller's fun fact apparently have the um 
trademark on ESB in the UK. Oh. So other breweries can't call their beer ESB. They've got to call it extra special bitter or extra strong bitter. And you know what? All of these do say the full word. They don't say ESB, which I didn't realise. Which is probably why it's called Electricity Supply Board, because that's ESB. (laughs) I've only just noticed that. (laughs) I didn't even know that. Ah! I was just looking at it and I was like, oh, ESB, there we go. See? I, I just was like, <laughs> I remember we got it and I was like, well, that's an interesting name. Yeah. And I just like couldn't, but it's it's like. So funny. All the like, when, you, when you're on, you're like the trendy young, you're just like, we just pick words and put them together. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, they've just picked a fun, arbitrary name. And I can get on board with that. Fun, arbitrary names. Totally down with it. And, it's just that was a fun sounding name in general never piece that together <laughs> so, <laughs> literally just being out um also Sorry. fun fact about uh fuller's um fuller's esb has won 24 awards since 1978 including one world beer cup gold in 2006 what do you think what do you have to do Which? to win a beer cup gold <laughs> i got i mean i, I picture a really like good beer I picture like the different breweries sending people in to compete for things like I don't know like activities and that's how you get the beer because like beer cup sounds like like a triathlon or something like that I think people just need to get pissed up run around <laughs> and then whoever can get to the finish line first you win the beer cup that's also why it's got champion ale on the label I'm gonna guess that is why. a multi award winning beer, beer there you go Voted Britain's best. There you go. Hmm. Shall, we, Shall we crack the next on one? to White Hag versus Cloudwater? I'm excited hmm. for this one. I can't. Taking a glass. sip of water first. This one. Right. So on this, it says, "For this collaboration with our friends across the Irish Sea at Cloudwater." So this is from White Hag. <laughs> White Hag have taken the lead. Uh, we decided to make a hat. beer <laughs> that we'd both drink at a joint party or festival as we both enjoy turning up to 11 and letting loose. Since 1927, the ESB has been lighting up the party and amplifying the, se- uh, the session. In fact, we wouldn't have a beer or a party without them and their lovely power. <laughs> the ESB ale is a tribute to electrifying the session. It's a bitter ale, an extra special traditional English classic style, burnt red, clear with a cream white head, carrying notes of caramel and toffee with a smooth malt finish. Yours does look redder. Yeah, I would say compared to the Fuller's, because this is now my baseline, so I've just pulled a bit more. Um, They are very similar. And yes, there's a creamy white head and all that. Um, And they do look very similar, except the fact that I do think the this non-ESB electricity supply board is a tad bit more red yeah so it's a bit darker i would red. even say that it's it's slightly murkier in appearance. Yes, it's a bit it cloudier in appearance yeah. and it is a bit more and i almost wouldn't say red i would say like a orange yeah. like a like a dark orange color yeah whereas the other one's more amber this is orange yeah and the other one you can almost see clean through it whereas this yeah. one you can see my finger it's a bit shadowed but Oh, it's got an interesting smell. Are you I'm getting, getting marzipan. I'm getting orangey. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm getting marzipan. Where's that coming from? I don't... <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to own up. It's definitely a marzipan. I don't know if I could, like, 
I know loosely what marzipan is. Like almond. Is that what is that what marzipan smells like? This is like a real education session for me because I don't actually know what it smells like. <laughs> it's very British. Hey, it marzipan. smells like Play-Doh. I like Play-Doh smells. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that you say Play-Doh smells, you get you it. Literally, you, you yeah, really it smells it like marzipan. So I suppose that's nutty. That's it. I am just getting, I'm getting like slight earthiness, but not a lot. No. Just a slight bit of it. Just a tiny, tiny little bit, but mostly orange, like a zesty orange zest um, yeah. and Play-Doh. <laughs> the more I kind of smell it, the more there's almost like a, a bit of booziness behind it as well, but it's not that heavily ABV. So it is. It's only 6%. That's a proper, that's the top end of a... Uh... Well, is it the top end? Wait for the next one. Boom. Oh, yeah, that was that one's out of style. Outside the style guidelines. Shame. We need a bell. (laughs) Disqualified. (laughs) I just took a sip for anyone that's listening. (laughs) And she just, Joanne just abruptly into the microphone just said disqualified. And then I almost spat out my beer. So thank you. This is a lot more bitter. This yeah. one is definitely a lot more bitter in taste, but there's also more, there's more fruitiness in it. So I'm getting more like orange, but also kind of like a cranberry almost. Ooh. If I could say it's more like a red berry, maybe yeah. like a currant, maybe like red currant or something like that. It's definitely less, I'm getting less of that nice, warm, toasty, bready malt. It tastes boozier. You so? like, you're only 6%. <laughs> what are you doing? It's more cereal on the malt, I think. And then I'm getting marzipan and a bit of marmalade. I think when I say boozier, it's got more of like an alcohol burn to it for me. Like I'm picking up more of an alcohol burn as opposed to an alcohol warmth. Yeah, there's definitely more bitterness. And that might be what it is, is the bitterness might be sort of coming through. I think it's like potentially the bitterness mixed with like that red berry, that like deep tart red berry coming through comes across almost like a alcohol burn Mm. yeah yeah it's nice i prefer the fullers yeah i'm actually surprised because i thought i was gonna prefer this one to fullers i'm gonna be complete transparency like i assume to try the fullers and be like no (laughs) and actually i'm so far well i think actually I prefer the Yonder. The Yonder's really nice, but that's obviously not an ESB. So out of the two of the ESBs, I'm actually preferring the Fullers at the moment. I like which surprised me. I'd still sit nice. and drink it. Like I don't find it as easy drinking. Yeah, I think that... It's not bad. It's just not as sessionable, easy to drink as yeah. the Fullers. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I'll have one of these. But whereas the Fullers, I'll be like, bring me some more of that, please. That's it. So I think I could do one after another of the Fullers. Yeah. This one, I'd be like, yeah, one. Yeah. Well, one's good. Yeah. It's interesting though. I'm glad we picked this one up. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, don't get me wrong. And that, and it, it kind of comes like hand in hand. You kind of feel horrible when you try something, and you're like, like when we say something, something that we'd have as like a one-off or whatever. It's not that we're saying it's bad, and we're not saying like, and and bad's objective anyway. So, yeah. you know, uh, what what we don't enjoy, somebody else might. But it's like we're not even saying like, oh, don't enjoy it. But you almost feel bad because you're like, if I say that I prefer this one over that one, like people are going to somehow take that. I still that as love like, you, White. I, I still love you, White Hag. Yeah, I'm everyone's sorry. like, you said you loved White Hag. I'm sorry Hag. I picked fillers over you. 
you said you loved us, Joanne, and you lied. <laughs> you took that macro crap over us. <laughs> said, I should like make you just like look, Joanne. Apologize. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> but it does. It does. I don't know if you feel that way, but I kind of feel like oh, when you have something like that, and you say like oh, actually, I. I prefer this. This one's all right. And you say something's all right. It's like, oh, I, I, I enjoy it's it, right. but yeah. it's like one is enough for me. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I'd rather have tried it than yeah. not tried it on. It, it's fine. Um, But I always end up feeling really guilty. Like, <laughs> Anyone that's listening, I, let me know if you kind of get that way as well. Because I'm curious to know guilt. if other people have that feeling of like, when you say something's just all right, do you feel like judged? Like you're saying it's horrible. <laughs> let me know let us know i want to move on to the next yeah one. Let's is it too soon is it too no, soon it's not let's do it let's do a palate um, cleanse with some water yeah that's a good plan give me some asmr <laughs> it's making weird noises now <laughs> that was that was my asmr palate cleanse noise. <laughs> right let's do some more asmr for you oh now i know a lot of people bought this one not realizing what a bitter was and we're just like that's not bitter <laughs> which i thought was really yeah really interesting i i always think that's really funny like because as you said at the beginning with a bitter it's not that it's necessarily the most bitter beer and it's really funny the amount like you said the amount of people that have bought a bitter or an esb or you know any variation of a bitter and then they've gone it's not bitter at all this is crap yeah <laughs> And, like, and I, feel like, I feel like this is re- why well, it's really important that if you're like if you're a beer person like if you just want to drink but you just want to drink your beer and enjoy it Ooh. cool cool but if you want to like objectively taste beers and understand what's in your glass like you also need to once you've honed in on your beer tasting skills learn some you know you can learn some vocabulary with me <laughs> and built like your sensory understanding like then i think your next step is learning different beer styles on what to expect in your glass because then you're gonna know like you're gonna go right i'm in the shop i'm gonna buy a goes because i know what a goes is and i know that i like it or i want to try it because it's different and i want to see what it's like but when you pick a beer up and go oh yeah that says it's bitter and then you try it and you're like that's not bitter it's because you haven't understood what the beer style is it's it's not only that i mean i see no shade but (laughs) Um, I mean, I I will be shady. I don't even care. I have seen people full on read a label, like not read a label. They've just read the name of it and yeah. they've gone, oh, this doesn't taste like it's meant to. And then it's like, well, if you read the tasting notes on the yeah. label itself on the back, like you'll see that what you've just described matches what it says it should taste like. It doesn't matter if you've interpreted the name of the actual beer itself to mean something different. Like that's they just arbitrarily picked and not arbitrarily. I'm sure they had yeah, a reason no, yeah, picking the name, but like you know, some maybe they have arbitrarily picked a name. Who knows? But you should look at the tasting notes that they've offered you if it's there, and then you don't just go. It tastes like this. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's bad. Even though that's what they told me, it's bad. Maybe it's just not to your taste. Yeah, and maybe it's just the fact that you didn't realize expectation wise what you were getting so and like unless a beer is has an obvious fault with it or it's got like really bad off flavors i don't think you can say this is a bad beer it's a beer you don't like 
yeah that's it but I think like I, I appreciate if someone says like it's really unbalanced like even if it's yeah, not if it's unbalanced yeah. it's really unbalanced. if there's something like if there's something wrong with it like fundamentally wrong with it then you can say this is a bad beer but if you if, you if you're like, like it's a west it, coast it's a west coast and it tastes juicy it tastes right, fine right it tastes fine but, but again, that's very you've got to have an understanding of the style to be able to do yeah. that. It's like the my, my favorite one is when they'll go, "This is really thin for a stout." Cool, it's a porter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not a stout; it's a porter. <laughs> that's what. That's why. Uh, I mean, I've like full on. Like, I've definitely like hands up. I've definitely got same same. And you're like, no, it no, is not. not. Like, you have shamed me into being no. like, okay, okay, they're not the same. Not same same. <laughs> it's not Sorry. same same. You I mean, wrong. we all do it. Like I said, we all we all make these comments. We all do those things. But it is like what what we're talking about. We've probably been guilty of doing a million times over. It's just it's always really funny when you have someone try something that's like this is not like that, and then you're like. Yeah, that's it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be. Anyway, point that out. And um, this is a lot. Them, this is a lot darker. This is like well, orange. I was going to say. I think when you compare it to the electricity supply board, it's very similar. Except I think it's got more of a reddish tint yeah. than an orange tint to it. So I think the 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 electricity supply board went a bit more orange with it. This is even yeah. slightly more darker and a bit more red. Yeah. But it did still have that creamy head before it just disappeared. It on did, me. and it smells really piney for me. Floral, piney, floral. Resonant. Yeah, I'm getting really floral. I'm getting marmalade. I'm getting booze. I'm getting piney and resinous on mine as well. Earthy, earthy smells. Yeah, there's pine in there. <laughs> That's the way you just said that. I'm not sure if you liked it or didn't like it. <laughs> you just uh, went, yeah. There's- because it's got oh, citrus and simcoe in it and the classic go. east kent goldings so it should have punchy citrus bitterness you know what though i find that in the taste of it though it's smoother in the actual way it tastes compared to the electricity supply board it's smoother for me because i think there's less carbonation in it so i'm getting less carbonation in it i'm getting more and I think it just oh, tastes, so I think weird. it just tastes like a pale ale. Taste buds are weird. It doesn't, like this doesn't taste like an ESB to me. Hmm. It just, just tastes like a pale ale. Oh, it's not as like when I have the, um, the ESB after literally going sip, sip without palate cleanse or anything, the breadiness <laughs> of that, that breadiness of the ESB of the Fuller's ESB really comes out it's yeah. really interesting that's the bit i like you see it's, it, this is a little bit too piney for me oh it makes me sad because i was really it's, excited to try this one it's really weird because i'm getting like a fruity like i just got a taste of fruitiness but not the type of fruitiness you'd expect it was almost like i got a bit of like a pineapple taste and i don't know how that is possible i don't know if it's just me mixing back and forth and that's what's happened but it was just like a second of like a pineapple and then it was gone. I get a little bit of toastiness at the end of this one, but it's mostly citrus I think it tastes and more, pine. I think it tastes more bitter and a bit more malty than the, than like your normal pale wood. So I can understand how it's going more in the direction of ESB. I just don't think it's got as much breadiness in it. I think that's it. It's the breadiness that is really missing because my first sip of it, I got more of the marmalade 
element to it, but that wore off quite quickly. But I want to have another run. I want to have a speed run now. Let me just <laughs> taste them each next to each other. Fish guys. Ready. <laughs> oh God, that's like rubbing alcohol in comparison. Yeah, no, that's uh, the electricity supply board rubbing alcohol in comparison to the fullers. Mm. Vocation. Middle ground between them. Okay. For me. For me, it's like fullers, then vocation, then electricity supply board. I'm going just fillers. <laughs> I'm just fillers. I think um, to me, fillers is the only one that's sessionable and is Moorish. Yeah. The other I'm two tr- are fine. I'm, I'm glad we tried them. I would say that electricity supply board is more ESB like than the um than three flow. Um I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in that. It's not a bad beer. <laughs> Point this out. It's quite a nice beer, but it's not what I was looking for in my glass. But that's it. Again, I think it comes yeah. down to as well, it's when we're saying it's fine, we're saying it's fine in comparison to like what we're expecting as an ESB. So it's not, it doesn't have to be bad to us, to our personal opinions, but if it's not what you're expecting to get for a particular style, um, I, I tried an alcohol free, but I tried a McKellar, mm. McKellar alcohol free or low alcohol. Um, it was a porter and it was a flat white porter. I can't remember the name. I think it was called like flat white something nerd beer nerd or something like that and I tried that and it actually tasted really sour so it was like roasty and sour oh it wasn't like a flat white coffee at all it wasn't creamy it wasn't like roasty nutty like none of that it was just really heavily soured and I was like actually if this was it it tasted like it was the wrong beer inside that bottle it didn't taste off per se maybe compared to what it said it was going to be it tasted off but it didn't taste bad like it had turned or something like that and it was a thing of genuinely if you had labeled that beer a sour porter I would have been like here for it that's exactly what I was expecting but because it was labeled as like this heavy coffee stout yeah. or porter whatever it was I was just like not same same yeah (laughs) I can't remember I can't remember if it was meant to be one or the other but it was really obviously because it was really thin because it was a low alcohol it it landed like a porter but I can't remember if it was meant to be a stout or not oh yeah but um yeah I was just like if this was going to be a sour porter I'd get it but as a coffee-based beer I was like it's just not yeah it's not hitting that for me because it's not mentioned it would be sour so that's the thing is when you're not expecting it you're like it might not be bad but it's not what you're expecting it's not what you wanted when you bought that so it makes you a little bit sad and that's fine um can i cheer you up with a a song yes (laughs) are you gonna sing it (laughs) i'm not gonna sing it it's more poemy so i forgot i thought you were gonna start playing a lute this is this is um bitter beer the muse the musical music hall song from 1864 ready i feel like you're wooing me this is great woo me (laughs) i've tasted hock and claret too madeira and moselle but not one of those boshy wines revives this languid swell of all complaints from a to z the fact is very clear there's no disease but what's been cured by bass's bitter beer Actual song, 1864. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. I don't think 
<laughs> I feel like we're done. <laughs> I've got more good facts though. Okay, you know, hit me with more facts, definitely. <laughs> I was, I'm really gutted you didn't save that song to the very end because I thought that was a good moment. For off it. guard. I thought you that was a good moment. Completely off guard. You were like, "Can I sing you a song?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Of course you can. <laughs> I love catching you off guard. Oh, it's great. It, yeah, it doesn't. People don't catch me off guard often. <laughs> well done. So, talking about beers not being quite how you expect them. Um. So last week we did brown nails. We did go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. Um. So one of the beers that BJCP says is a example of a brown ale is Witchwood's Hobgoblin. Now, I've always gone, mm-hmm, really? That's a brown ale? I wouldn't call it a brown ale. Um, I'd probably call it a ruby ale, but that's not a real mm. beer style. <laughs> but Amber. it's more, I think it's more ruby beer than it is brown ale. However, okay. while researching uh, ESBs for this episode, I found a Food Republic article that referred to Hobgoblin as an ESB. And I was like, oh, no. Interesting. <laughs> Even more. I would not say that was an ESP at all. Well, because... as, in, as in specifically that that one. Yep. They were like, Fuller's is is considered the like world-renowned example of an ESP. Another good English example is Hobgoblin. And I was like, nah. <laughs> nah, mate. It's not a brown now. It's definitely not an ESP. It's a weird one. Because I would say yeah. like um, Amber. Yeah. 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 But it is, when I think about what brown ale is, which is, you know, that caramel, toffee, nuttiness, it's got a bit more um, fruitiness to it, I think. Mm. It doesn't have that bitterness to make it an ESB, I don't think. So I think think that was wrong. <laughs> Just yeah. out there. But if you would like to try other ESBs, I have some examples for you. Um, Adnam's Broadside is a good example. Shepherd Neem's Bishop's Finger. They're like down the road for me. Uh, Samuel Smith's does one called Old Brewery Pale Ale. Bass Ale, which is in my little ditty just now. <laughs> um, uh, Marston's Pedigree. Now, I am again going to pull some of these up and say, mm, <laughs> don't know if that's really an ESB, yo. Um, <laughs> Marston's Pedigree, I'd say, was an amber. Um, and they've said Shepherd Neem's Spitfire. I don't think that's an ESB either. Uh, Black Sheep Ale. Mordu's Wookie Ticket. It's a good name for That's a good name. That's a good name. I've had Wookie Ticket as well. I think you can get it in Asda. I think the only Black Sheep I've actually seen was a Porter, I think. Yeah, Stout, that's what it is. Oh, no, Black Sheep Ale. Yeah, you can get Black Sheep Ale in the supermarket sometimes. Um, Moreland's Old Speckled Hen. I love an Old Speckled Hen. Isn't that one in a clear bottle? That's in a clear bottle. You know, you want it on cask. Get it on cask and it is. (laughs) We already we already gave our thoughts on clear <laughs> bottles. Um, Alaskan doing ESB. It's on the list. I'd say that one. Um, I almost did a rude gesture to that as well on the video. So good thing I did it, but I almost did a rude gesture. <laughs> and, another, and another American is Red Hook's ESB. Um, I had to look back through to see what ESBs I've had. Um, Robinson's Trooper is apparently considered an ESB. Um, I thought it was just a pale ale, but I thought that was uh, pertinent because this week in the news, uh, beer lovers, if you've seen that Brewdog are brewing an India pale lager with Iron Maiden over in America, 
That's interesting, seeing as Which they've I'm got gonna... a contract with Robinsons over I'm here. I'm going to comment that I, this is not a Brewdog episode. I feel like I should be saving this for a Brewdog news episode or something. But yeah. um, my comment is the what they said was, this is a very unique bit. And I was like, what about it is going to be yeah. unique? Like, I'm really yeah. curious. From no. a... From a I, respect to brew dog nothing against brew dog at all they push out a lot of pails and a lot of lagers and my question but is they've like, been getting how are you gonna make that they've been getting more interesting Brilliant. styles in the u.s the u.s breweries do more interesting things so that's so that's it though i'm not saying that i'm not saying that they're not doing no. something more interesting i'm just wondering they were like it's going to be very unique and i was like i'm oh, waiting for the statement wow. from robinson's <laughs> about where Iron Maiden have gone because that is a massive part of Robinson's stuff nowadays and like people literally go to Robinson's hoping to see Bruce Dickinson because he'll just turn up at the brewery and hang out like if that's not happening there anymore yeah that's going to be sad times when I think metal and beer I think Leviathan to be fair (laughs) that's that is my connection so (laughs) but but yeah what was the what was the one that you had said before? Did you say Red Hook? Red Hook, yeah, that's. I've gone one. to yes in New Have Hampshire. Have you been to I've Red Hook? Ah, see, yeah. I had that while I, while I was in. I had I had Red Hook ESB while I was in Alaska eating pad Thai in a Thai, in a Thai restaurant. <laughs> You're so multicultural, <laughs> Joanne. So random. <laughs> I'm so random, is what I am. Um, another good ESB <laughs> that I had was from my favourites, Butilias. Oh. They did one called, what was it called? Meet, know, a, meet a Mega Bear. And it was an ESB with Tonka. So what was the label like? Did it have a bear um, on it? It had a massive bear raging through um, through a, a city. Crashing like Godzilla into, style. Like Godzilla, like crashing into sky. Oh, that and makes and... me happy. I love yeah. their labels. Yeah. I love their labels so much. I've got brick breweries, but admittedly, I have some more here. Would you like to see them? Mine was passed at BBE, so I didn't actually share it. I seem to have amassed lots of of bitters and because you love them. Yeah. So, um, Brew Yorks, uh, Maris the Otter. That's an uh, a modern English bitter. What percentage is it? Three point nine. So that's um, just below best. It's an ordinary for you. Utopian and Yeasty Boys did this one, Otherworld. I'm really jealous because um, I really quite like Yeasty Boys. I mean, their yeah. name's great, um, but also I've really enjoyed the best. And not just the ones that are like the cheap, easy to get ones. It's like the the ones that they do that are not just like the quick, easy to get in supermarket or whatever else. They're really, yeah. really good, but they're so difficult to get because is it Australia that they're from? Uh, New, New Zealand. Zealand. It's New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I saw that one and I was like, I really want to try that. I got it in a Utopian mix box because I really like Utopian as well. I couldn't justify the order. <laughs> I was like, it's I always really the way. It. We're trying to be good now, everyone. It's it's not working. So I'm this trying one says... to talk myself out of not buying Amity at the moment because <laughs> they've put a breakfast oat cream, oat Ooh, milk, ale yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, don't buy it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't it. do it. Um, so this one says strong, ruby rich, complex, malty marmalade. That sounds delicious. Sounds like a haiku. <laughs> it does. Um, and then finally, I have marbles, extra and special, um, proper UK pint as well. It's like us, extra and special. Extra and special. This episode marbles. today. 
there we go so go get yourself some esbs everyone go get yourself just some you know an ordinary bitter or a best bitter or an extra special bitter go enjoy these multi caramelly deliciousnesses i'm gonna say actually the more i just sipped on that white hag cloud water got less boozier less alcohol burn to it it did still have that like red berry-ness to it but it became a bit more sessionable I'm not getting the Play-Doh in the taste, so don't worry. Um, but yeah, that became more sessionable. And this one, which is the Vocation Amity, this one's um, growing on me as well. But I feel like this one is definitely more fruity and hoppy. Yeah. So it is like it is on the hoppier side compared to the others. It's making me pull a face. Oh, see, I'm I'm like, yeah, this is bring your, on the hops. That's you. That's, <laughs> that's is, got your yeah, name all me. over it. And Whereas this is I'm why like... we're such a great team. It's <laughs> like, I would just be like, yes, bring it on. One day when we get to go into an actual pub, we can like split the beers and it'll be perfect. And then the ones that you don't like, I can drink and you don't have to drain pour them. Yeah, and we'll just swap them. <laughs> we'll just swap them out. It makes me really sad when I make you drink a dipper and you're like, and I'm, like, I'm not like going to finish this. And I'm like, I just wish you could teleport it because I'll drink it. <laughs> That's what we're, we need to invent that a beer teleportation. A beer machine. teleportation. Or you just yeah. do like desk size. Like yeah. Just... Like, you know, like a like a 3D printer size. Or like, um, think about when you make a coffee, like in an espresso maker. You put oh, it on the little you. stand and then it will just <laughs> beam it up and send it to you. <laughs> Sucks it up, brings it out your machine the other end. Yeah. Digging that. Somebody make this, please. <laughs> it's not a lot. We're not asking yeah. for a lot. No. Just teleportation. Reasonable. No. We're not even trying to teleport ourselves. No, we're just trying to teleport selfish. beer. That's got to be easier because that's just liquid mo- molecules, yeah. right? Yeah, it's liquid molecules. It's quite small. We're not being selfish. Don't be stingy. <laughs> Help us like, out. Couldn't they like evaporate it and like push it in a gas? I've got a feeling that somebody a lot smarter than me would be like. No. <laughs> what are you talking Flat about, out. you nutter? Wow. Do you even understand how science works? <laughs> no. That's just not my area. No. Right. I think that's it. That's it for ESBs. Our extra special episode is coming to an end. We've put the ESB world to right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, final thoughts from you, Joanne. Um, I love the Fullers. Um, I, I do. You know, I'm a Kent girl, born and bred. I like me some traditional ale. There you go. <laughs> we'll stop. Done. End of story. Um, I quite actually the more that I'm sipping on all of them the more I quite like all of them in their own unique way I would admit that the fullers is the most sessionable um the vocation is the most hoppy and the white hag and the cloud water is the most fruity for me so they all have their different appeals to me and I like them all in different ways but if I was going to go to a pub I would probably go with the fullers because that one does have the more traditional ring to it so i'll give you, you that get one it on cask cask or get sparkler it or no sparkler go no sparkler because i don't know what it's like to southern have yo we are southern. Well, i just i feel like if i asked for it with a sparkler like everyone would be like you phony <laughs> and then i'd be like i don't know all right i don't know i need to have one that's what i've got to do i need to have the same beer so it's gonna have to be macro one beer down here in the pub and then i have to go up north and have it with a sparkler and see the difference science science <laughs> let's, let's end on that science um, um people want to talk to you about science 
Don't talk to me about science. You can, they talk, can to talk to me beer. about science. Yeah. I'll, I'll happily talk about science. <laughs> talk to me about beer and traditional beers and all of that lovely jazz. Um, you can find me at A Woman's Brew. That is on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can also find my beer school, Love Beer Learning. That is on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the Tiki Tockies and Pinterest. Um, come find us there we've also got a website lovebeerlearning.co.uk and we have an email address lovebeerlearning at gmail.com email us there if you want to hear us talk nonsense about some other beer styles that you enjoy you won't get sciencey i promise she might do she can't promise that <laughs> so if you would like to You're talk right. to Tori about science and about how she lies about <laughs> promising things that she can't I genuinely deliver. like science so feel free to talk to me about so I can't promise I can Where give can you articulate answers you? back but you can talk to me about science all you want uh on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism I have a personal Pinterest, <laughs> which isn't going to help you. I've got a personal oh, TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's linked on my, if I had to give out the whole web the address to the blog, yeah, it just wouldn't work. That. And it's, I've not updated it for quite some time, but then I've got a lot of posts that are having to be updated and just not done. Uh, but you can get that off the Instagram. I'm on TikTok, but I don't really, I haven't posted a video in quite some time. I've got maybe like five videos. <laughs> Go give her a follow encourage me to make more tiktoks i don't know <laughs> um yeah just instagram full stop so, so on that, that note <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs>